Oh, good. We're going chasing. Hello, dear, and welcome to... We're going chasing. Hello, no. and welcome to... We're going chasing. Now, we have a lot on the agenda, lads, so we'll cut the chase and get straight down to the business. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of We're Going Chasing. We're on to the fourth day of Christmas racing. It's a bit of a marathon, Killian, but uh, a great marathon to be on. You could be doing a lot worse marathons. Uh, you could be actually out physically running. Um, and I'd much rather be sitting down watching the horse racing. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you 100% there. I don't think we've ever been more agreement than we are there. <laughs> I'd probably shoot myself in the head if I had to run a marathon, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, had a, you had a brilliant Stevens day. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I I'd say, uh, it's probably the best even the day I ever had. Uh, I I had a fair rattle at it now. Um, yeah. I had a few nice um, winners up on Twitter, and that a few more backed that I, I didn't put up that I sort of ended up sort of half fancying, and, and they ended up winning too. It was um, it was a right day of it now. Um, in fairness, yeah. uh, I think Hewick really capped it off. Unreal for the shark, like oh, like, savage. Like I was looking at him down the back. I was saying, "Oh fuck it, anyway." He's he's not really traveling at all. <laughs> When I seen Jishkin come down, I saw, I saw Hewick out of the back and I said, geez, he's sort of half staying on here. And they jumped the last year, just kept coming. I was like, Jesus, Gavin Sheehan is making a he's making a habit of this last to first sort of stuff. Um he's nearly the farm jockey now in big races over in England. And um it couldn't happen to an icer lad, I'd say he's uh he's a he's a very good rider in fairness. He is, yeah. I had a mixed enough day then on Stevens' day myself. Um, I got close at Kings Hill there. I had him up on Twitter yeah. to one, yeah. um, in a maiden hurdle, and he came fourth, uh, in the first race at Leopardstown. Uh, we both are winning Nats, both won on Stevens's day too. I had the other Mozzie and Down Ryle. It was a mixed enough day for me, anyway. But you had a, a great, uh, yeah, a great yeah. day to be fair. And I suppose I followed in your footsteps a bit today with Caldwell Potter, uh, joystick winning, Nassalam winning. Uh, and then two nice places in the Paddy Power Chase, James de Barlet and Bustleton. Uh, so it's fair to say um, we've both been going well enough um, there over the last couple of days. Now, hopefully we can continue that uh, by looking at the 29th here. I suppose the initial discussion here and we sort of finalise what we really like and put that up on Twitter um, is how we usually go with it. Um, and just I know people might be wondering about our Monday club and that. We do a recap uh, every Monday, obviously, um, performance rankings, rank who's been going well, what was good, what wasn't good. Um, and that will not be out this Monday because myself and Killian are in Cheltenham uh, for racing on New Year's Day. So that will be out the middle of the first week in January. And this is the last time you'll probably hear from us um, until then, I'd imagine. So that's the third or fourth um, of the, of January that we'll have those performance rankings out. Slight possibility we might do a preview for Cheltenham. Um, we'll see when we get there, Killian. Yeah. Um, Leopardstown on the 29th. The first graded race there is the 10 past one. Uh, Magical Zoe, three to one. Jatara, four to one. His Hispanic Moon uh, is there as well, Killian. Hispanic Moon came over from France, made a first uh, run for Henry de Bromhead. At Punchestown and won quite well beating Sela V. It's a wide open race on ratings. Uh, there's nothing between Lottie's horses, Risk Bell there as well. Um, and one that really catches my eye at 14 to 1, a huge price. And you might know a bit more about this one than I do. Um, but tell me something, girl. Like her farm over hurdles is comfortably enough the best in this race. She was a small bit off the boy last year over fences, but she really just 
jumped like a complete bitch um you know and she'll be very happy now back over hurdles i'd imagine um i don't know what your take is on the race but uh tell me something girl is a big price anyway and uh, i'd be interested to hear what you think of her yeah i i i just i find it very hard to trust her um she's obviously the chasing experiment was an absolute disaster um she she hardly won a race uh, the one she did win she actually beat uh instant who who ended up being one of the top mayors nearly last year um and like that was that was a disgrace of a race blowing blowing nace none of them jumped right jumped correctly at all um so that was that was a bit of a disaster but um yeah she she just chasing wasn't really her her cup of tea at all but um I'm convinced and I'll die in this hill that she'd have won the mayor's hurdle in 2022. Uh, she yeah. was absolutely tanking when that um, fucking indefatigable uh, brought her down. Um, she was, she was going really well and yeah. like, uh, I'm convinced she, she'd have, she'd have won it to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's hard to trust her. Um, she, she's getting the weight here. Uh, she, she's off the bottom of, of 10, off 10, 11. Um, yeah, if you could, if you could trust her, you, you'd think she's the right chance. Um, I think magical is always the right favorite. Um, judging on the farm with Irish Point, that that was a really good race. I know he gave her a lot of weight, but he's he's a proper horse. And like, if he goes in on the twenty eighth, then I know it's a different trip altogether. But you know, confidence will rise on her. Then, um, Jatara was impressive win and made in the last day, but. Oh, yeah. Or not? I think she won a she won a listed race she the last day. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's, she's, she's definitely improving a bit, and yeah. like Hispanic Moon, then you know it's coming coming from France. She was really good the last day. Um, and that they these owners are having a, sort of their they have a few nice mares now as well. I know they've um, what's the name of the other one? She thinks she's out for the season, but she she won a um a maiden in Goran Park. Um, can't think for name, but yeah, it's it's a good race, and I think if sure if Magical Zoe. It turns up in the same form as as she was in Down Royal. Uh, she'd be hard to beat, but yeah, I, yeah. Maybe I, I it, might chance Hispanic Moon on a, on a yeah. second run for Henry. Yeah, at the price too. I I find it very hard to pick anything there with a real confidence at the moment, yeah. just because there are so many of them there around the same level. Um, it it is very hard, but at a, at a nice price, tell me something, girl. Um, does doesn't look a bad option to me. Hmm. We go on to the Neville Hotel's novice chase. Then Killian Florin Porter doesn't see a horse. Um, why is he not running? No, he won't see one. They they'll all be behind him. He'll see him walking around the parade ring, and he'll see him again when he gets back to the parade ring after the race, and he's in the winning enclosure. He might see a few of them walking in. Um, I'd say he goes pillar to post. Uh, and he doesn't see a horse, to be honest with you. Um, classical dream, obviously, out of this. Corbett's cross, top of the bet, and seven to four. I just think Florian Porter is going to love it around Leopardstown. He always does, really. Um, you know, back going left-handed. Like, you can throw the form of Favori de Champdou beating him by, I don't know, <coughs> length straight out the window, because this is a completely different race. Now, Flor- Favori de Champdou might beat him again, but this is a completely different race. Um, I'd be very sweet on Florian Porter. Um, to be honest with you, um, is is there a case to med that he he mightn't even make the run? Like Grange Clare West is, is is a is a complete stout front runner as well, and like, could you make the case that like from from what he did in his beginners chase is like to do to Hartwood and Corbett's cross from the front that Paul Townend is is a hundred percent wanting to make the run and like they could easily take each other on um, I have no doubt the best horse in the race is Corbett's Cross 
uh, no doubt in my mind whatsoever. Six-year-old improving. He was really good the last day uh, to, to be three-card Bragg, who was definitely very, very fit um, in that race because the money that was punted on him uh, late before the off into favouritism. And I've no doubt Corbett's crossed the best horse in the race, but I just think, like, I could he's a fall in his lap, like, with the floor and Porter and Grange Clare West take each other on. Like, you know Paul Townend isn't going to let floor and Porter have it all his own way. We've been down this road before with him. Like, if he does get yeah. it his own way, he's hard to peg back. When you're on a horse that's as keen as Grange Clare West as well, you're going to want to be, like, he, he mightn't have a choice but to go forward. I could just see them taking each other on and it falling in Corbett's Cross. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, and they're fair points, but... I just think he is good enough to to defy. Um, if he doesn't win yeah. this, he can be wrote off as a chaser because this is his chance. Like this is his race. The the RSA is when 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 everything is fully tuned up and well, a bit more experience I, is is. Uh, yeah, there's no maybe. chance he wins that. No, I'd say I say he wants to win chance, a Grade One. This is it. He's good a chance here as he does in the RSA. He, absolutely um, not. Sure, he's probably a 14 shot for the RSA. He's eleven to four here, like you know. Ah, yeah, but that's anti post prices. But Once he wins this, he'll be five to one. There's there's no way that he's going to be has a better chance in RSA than he does here. Like as good a chance. I, I'm sure he'd be if, when, I, everything, uh, when everything when everything shows Car- up. Corbett's cross will be one of his main dangers in an RSA and he's here in this race. I agree with you, yeah. yeah. That's fine. So, but there's there's plenty so of other it, horses to turn up in an RSA. There um, is. There's plenty but of English they, horses too that are stay away fay, like come on. Um stay like, away fay, I don't think um I wouldn't be wouldn't be awful keen on him. Um, to be honest, it form took a bit of a knock with Chiavinko, but like I, I don't know, I I just think that like if Florin Porter can't win this, he can forget about it in the RSA. Yeah, well, Florin Porter will win it, and he's going to win the RSA too. Very, very good horse. Then Madison Hurdle, uh, over two miles. You were on the other podcast. Uh, which podcast was it again? The Only Fools Love Horses. Only Fools Love Horses. And you said Fields do the re each way at 100 to 1. You had three places on him. You thought only three runners would turn up. But Empire Passe has ruined that for you. Um, you were picking up free money, essentially, almost, uh, had uh, Empire Passe not turned up. But uh, nobody really was expecting him to turn up. But here he is, and he's 2 to 1. And uh, I think he's a good bet at that, to be honest. And... Anybody who listens to this podcast will know it. I'm a huge fan of Statement. I love the horse. He's incredibly boring. He does everything straightforward. There's no trills or frills with him. And, uh, you know, there's no complications. He just goes out there and he does it. Now, and I, I do love him. But what I'd say is, if you look back through his form, Imperi Passe is potentially the best horse that he's ever faced over hurdles bar Constitution Hill, the one time that he was bet. Like, you're going back there, you're looking at Sharjah in 2022, Vauban, Honeysuckle in 2023. Like, there, that's a Honeysuckle well, well on our way down. Um, You know, I think all those horses has been picking up a lot of, I won't say freebies, but a lot of softer, weaker races. Impera Passe is a horse on the up. Um, I think will be better over two miles uh, than he was over two and a half at Fairy House. And I just think that at the prices at two to one, I think there's value there in Impera Passe. I don't think he should be two to one. It should be more like maybe Stateman four to five, 
Empire Passe, six to four. You're shaking your head there as I was speaking through that, Killian. Yeah, I, I don't think they're both going to run. So that's, Do that's not? no, I don't think Stafeman's going to run. Do you not? No, I don't think he's going to run on heavy. Um, okay, I was looking back through his form, like his like that ground is and if they get the rain they're expected to get tonight and maybe tomorrow like that, that track is going to be a fucking disaster um, you can drain it all you want if the ground is cut up the ground is cut up uh, he's only raced once on, on very soft he lost to Bustleton in a hurdle race three year old hurdle over in France well, Um, yeah. I, I don't know I just I, I don't think okay. Willie Willie's going to run the two of them I'd say he's he's probably thinking Imperi Pass he's done it on heavy before uh, he's diamond boy as well. They're all they're all really soft ground horses, like real real soft stuff horses. Mm. So maybe he's just re- declaring him in case the ground is too bad for statement. I, I don't see both of them running. It'd be okay. on this type of ground, it could potentially break both of them. Like at this stage of the season, if they go, if they're all out, the two of them and they're they're closely matched. I'd say I think statement is better, but um. I think they'll be closely matched and they could easily leave 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 races behind for later in the year. Um because yeah. the, the that that ground is is, is very, you, very, very tough going. You could yeah. uh you could be very right. You definitely could be very right. Uh it makes total logical sense what you're saying. In any case, two to one impairment pass is still a bit because if Stateman has pulled out uh to be a rule four on it, definitely. But it'll still work out a better value at all those does. Oh, I agree with you. Um, yeah, yeah. If you have the early price, so yeah. Um, but that 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 is a that is a fair price, and it's quite likely. Uh, probably from what you're saying. Um, no, I hadn't thought of it, but uh, it does make sense. Just going back a small bit, then, uh, in the Caracillian, we've got the twelve thirty-five there, a lovely maiden hurdle, Ballyburn. Cletus Poolaw, that form took a knock today, but conditions didn't really suit Daddy Longlegs. Um, further down there, you've got uh, Apples of Brazil. You know, it is a it's a nice race, but you'd imagine it's probably between Ballyburn and, and Cletus Poolaw. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Like, I think th- there's there's definitely some some very good horses in it. Like, um, Cletus Poolaw, he was he was beaten well by by Daddy Longlegs the last day that forms taken a bit of a knock, but I think the ground just went completely against uh against Daddy Longlegs there today in Leopardstown. I don't think that's his his um his real no. running to be to be honest. Um, Cletus Poolaw is actually starting to interrupt his declared at Limerick as well uh, tomorrow, so it's, okay, it's quite yeah. a possible that he won't be there. Yeah, I think well, I think Bally Bally Byrne will yeah. win win yeah. no matter who's against him anyway. To be honest, um, I think he's he's got stepping up and trip to two and a half miles. And I think that'll probably suit him. Um, yeah. probably doesn't need to settle a small bit better, but uh, he's well capable. He's a very high class bumper horse, and he, he showed a very good level of form. Um, with Firefox as well. Um, I think Apple's Abrezel is is interesting. Like, um, he was absolutely um hunted the shite of in 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 Punchestown against Ballyburn and he ended up being being well bet uh, really uh, he was beaten 10 lengths that day now they sort of all finished in a bunch from second down to down to him but um i just i don't know i i, I think they, there was a bit to like about about his bumper in um in Navin as well albeit the, the winner has has came out and was was well bet since uh, i think he was the, the Cromwell horse uh, got beat by the enabler the last day in Navin. He got uh, hammered. So 
at form's taken a bit of a knock, but Ballyburn is I'd say he's he's very, very good horse still. I think yeah. coming up easy uh isn't isn't the worst joke in the world either. Um he's beaten 18 lengths behind Stellar Story the last day in Navin, but didn't really settle too well. And he probably just come he could say he come on for the run a good bit as well. Um, he was looked seemed to sort of blow up turning into the straight a bit. So, uh, I'd say he could improve a bit. I wouldn't be surprised if he was to maybe follow Ballyburn home, perhaps with a bit of hurdle experience. Yeah. In, in any case, Ballyburn will will likely be extremely short. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and will will go on to win. Um, moving on from that, then, uh, just briefly, uh, the two fifty five. We have a novice handicap hurdle, and there's one horse I do quite like, and this is Watford Whispers. Uh, for Henry de Bromhead and Mark Walsh. Mark Walsh gave this horse a superb ride uh, at Fairy House back at the start of the month uh, to win a rated novice hurdle. He's now rated 123. And I think that rated novice hurdle was a, a quite a decent race, um, to be honest. The answer to Cafe was there in second for Terence O'Brien, rated 128. Um, even just going down through Luminous Light, Stormy Judge, Redstone, all the way down in sixth. Redstone bet King of Kingsfield um, in Fairy House back at the start of October. Now, you probably couldn't take that form too literally, um, you know, and he's been bet sixth. But I don't think that was a bad race. Uh, Mark Walsh gave the horse a super ride. And I think off 123, I definitely think there is room in that mark. 100% I do. Uh, to go and win a race like this, um, you know, so that's that's one I'd like in that. Is there anything else in Leopardstown yourself, Killian? Uh, yeah, I've, I've won in the, the twelve o'clock. Um, Neff and Beg for um Sean Doyle. Um, I I think it's just he's a he's a hundred and three rated hurdler. He's had two chase starts, beaten forty five lengths by Silent Approach, who went on to win the graded race at Cork, and was beaten four lengths by um Leash Oscar's son of Gavin Cromwell the last day in Tremore. Uh, goes into a handicap now off 102 uh, interesting um, his first handicap hurdle was um, a handicap debut won a 33 to 1 down in Cork on on yield into soft ground but I think he does go all right on, on sort of heavier ground as well so it should still suit but yeah just stepping into a handicap for the first time he'd be interesting enough and Danny Gilligan probably the top conditional jockey in Ireland at the moment um, is, is down doing 10 stone uh, 7 on him so uh, the ten stone nine less the two, so uh, I'd say he he should go, he should go well enough. Um, I don't know again. We don't have the prices, but I'd imagine he'd be towards the top of the market off that kind of weight and mark making a handicap debut as well. Yeah, uh, and then just briefly Limerick. I know we both looked at it and we both picked out one horse. Uh, for Limerick, mine comes in the two o five. Uh, again in a rated novice hurdle. Uh, she's a fine wine. Uh, won uh, her maiden hurdle um, back in October and it was at Limerick and I thought it was a particularly poor race. Uh, ran at the Navin Racing Festival, put a lot of time into trying to figure out uh, that grade three that she ran in and I had uh, sort of completely put a line through her to be honest because of how weak her maiden hurdle was. But she did surprise me by finishing a 10 lengths third to What's Up Darling uh, which is decent form in the context of this race. And uh, I just think now back to the scene of our maiden hurdle victory, maybe she can take another slight step forward and win what seems to be a, a quite a winnable race. 
Um, and then you had one in the twelve twenty, was it? Yeah, one of the rare veterans chases in in Ireland. Uh, there's only five runners, and it'd be at the top of the the weights I'd be looking at with expatriate. Um, for uh, El Marie Holden, uh, he was a previously a hundred and forty seven horse, uh, going back now a couple of years ago. Um, his last two runs off off a long break. When he he finished down the field in a Thiestes, um, off one hundred and forty four, he's since pulled up behind Lucid Dreams in Goran Park, and then was sixth in Fairy House the last day. But he's a sliding mark. He's down to one hundred and twenty three now. So, and stepping into a what looks a very winnable um veterans chase, Hugh Morgan rides him as well. So it's a Hugh isn't getting too many rides in the track at the moment, but he's he's a pretty good rider in fairness. So um yeah, I think he that's that's definitely a winnable race for expatriate, providing he retains a small bit of ability. Um it doesn't need to be completely as 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 good as he was. But um yeah, a small bit of the previous ability and it should be well winnable here. Very good. Uh very good. Interestingly actually that horse uh expatriate his best runs, I know, going back a while, but they were all on soft ground, heavy ground, mm. um, you know, which is what he's going to encounter um, at Limerick on Friday as well. But lads, uh, from us, that's all for today. The very best of luck with whatever you do. I hope you've had a lucky couple of days prior to this. Um, and thanks very much for listening. A very happy new year to all of you. Uh, we don't know if we're going to be back. What do you reckon? Will we do a video for Cheltenham? No. No, probably not. I'm going drinking. <laughs> There's your definitive answer. So that's it. Happy New Year to you all. Thanks a million for listening to us throughout the year. And we'll see you in the new year. All the best. Thanks a lot. Bye.